We're back in the WOR Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy. Opening day, less than 48 hours away, as we'll be kicking off on Thursday. And of course, as you can imagine, a huge day for MLB Network. They will have 17 straight hours of live opening day coverage on Thursday, starting at 9 a.m. And we're joined now by MLB Network's uh, Dan Plesak. And Dan, 17 straight hours. They're going to have plenty of coffee there for you guys? Ready? Oh, yes, and I'll be on the 10 to 1 a.m. shift with Greg Amsinger and Harold Reynolds. Listen, we've had, we've had, I'm ready for some serious baseball right now. We've had, listen, I love spring training. I love the winter meetings. I love the GM meetings, but after a while, that becomes a snorefest. I'm ready for some real baseball and looking forward to getting it started on Thursday. Spring training's good for like a week. It is, Uh. right? Especially when this Northeast, it's been so miserable here, right? You turn on the TV and you watch the Mets and you're like Port St. Lucie and it's 80 degrees and it's sunny. You flip on the Yankees and Tampa and you're like, man, I can't wait till the warm weather. So, listen, I don't know how warm it's going to be, but listen, we got baseball back in the air anyway starting on Thursday. Yeah, I can handle two Nor'easters during spring training. Four, that's where I draw the line. Uh, it was, Amen, uh, it was right? long here. <laughs> but uh, the Mets will have Noah Syndergaard starting on opening day because Jacob DeGrom was delayed a little bit. But, you know, that one, too, is this still you know, what it's all about with the Mets, living and dying with the pitching and, and what they might be able to still get uh, from this rotation? Yes and no. I, you know, I, I think the free agent market fell uh, fell apart and it helped the Mets. I think getting Jay Bruce back is big. And, you know, what they're going to get out of Adrian Gonzalez at first base, I don't know if they're going to get the guy that was the really good player five or six years ago, but he's going to, he'll be a, he'll, I think he'll be an upgrade to what they used to have. And I think getting Todd Frazier back, I, listen, they're going to go where their starting pitching takes them. I, I still, I'm, I just, I've been for like three years now. I would just like to see one month of DeGrom, Syndergaard, Harvey, and Mats. I would just love to see it just, just for like a month because I think we're all, we, we just want to see like what it could be. With that said, I'm looking forward to which Matt Harvey are we going to see. Are we going to see the Dark Knight from three or four years ago? Are we, we've got to see something better than we've seen in 2016 and 2017. And, and I do think it's in there. He had that eight strikeout game earlier in spring training. Mm-hmm. They're going to need him. I like the rotation. I think their bullpen is going to be good enough. And with that said, I think their everyday lineup is a little bit better than it's been the last couple of years. And I think Todd Frazier and getting Jay Bruce back into that mix, I think that's a big reason why. I think they're going to score enough runs. Are they the best offensive team in the, in the National League? No, but I think they're going to be good enough. It's all about their pitching. Listen. If their pitching is what everybody hopes that it is, if you're a Mets fan, they're going to have a good season. How about Matt Harvey? I thought it was interesting that he's the guy yesterday that says, hey, this team could shock some people, and they're going to shock some people. Because he's even when he was at the top of his game, he was never the one you know, making the uh, outlandish uh, you know, statements or uh, doing that kind of thing. You know, Considering how at times last year his confidence did appear shot when he was out there on the mound and and I know he's dealing with a lot of physical issues but um you know the way his spring progressed and to have that confidence at the end of it does it give you some encouragement that even if he's not going to be the dark knight again he can at least be a productive pitcher for this team yes and i i really think this team i i think you'd be making a mistake if you're going to say okay the nationals just give them the division one thing, if you look back at the 2017 season, I don't think there was more of a favorite going into a season 
than the Cubs were in the National League Central last year. Now, granted, they won it, yeah. but they were five and a half games back at the All-Star break, right? They made that big trade and acquired Quintana from the White Sox, and then the rest of that rotation started to pitch like the real Cubs. I love the Nationals, and it's hard not to, right? But I think if you're a fan of the Mets and if you're in that Mets clubhouse, their pitching, if, if the Mets starting pitching can stay healthy, and if they can get, let's just say they can get somewhere around 600 innings out of DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Harvey, they've got a legitimate shot at a wild card. I really think so. They're going to need those three guys to take at least 28 to 30 turns in the rotation. If those three guys can eat up 600 innings, and they can mix and match with Mats and Wheeler and Vargas when he gets back again, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be okay. Now, you say you know that's a chance to get the wild card, but that you know Mets fans shouldn't give up on the Nationals. What's- oh, no, don't give up on the Nats. No, no, no. No, listen, the Nats, it, listen, you'd be a fool if you, would, if you would pick against the Nationals right now. Yeah. But Scherzer and Strasburg, one, two, they might have the best one, two in the game of baseball right now, right? I mean, it just is what it is. Gio Gonzalez is a good pitcher. Tanner Roark is a good pitcher. They have a team. When, when you have the offense like they have with Bryce Harper, who's in the last year, Ryan Zimmerman had a bounce back here. Anthony Rendon is a terrific player. Trey Turner's a good player. Listen, it, you'd, be a, you'd have to really see your glasses would have to be orange and blue to mm-hmm. think that they wouldn't be the team that you would pick. But I don't think they're a slam dunk. They're going to have, they, they're going to have like everybody else, to stay away from injuries. But I do think with the Mets, I agree with what we started talking about. It's about the starting pitching. And if the dark night, he doesn't need to be the dark night, but he has to be better than he's been the last two years. And we're talking with Dan Plesak, MLB Network. Check him out on MLB tonight throughout the season. And, of course, on Thursday, opening day, will be there uh, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. How about uh, with the the Nationals here? Uh, on paper, there's really nothing to knock on that team, but... They're expected to romp through the regular season, just as they did the last two years. And, you know, Davey Martinez is bringing out the Camels because they got to get over the hump. It's all about winning a playoff series finally for that team. Is that is that tough to deal with when you know, 162 games is just like, that's the part that everyone's going to shrug off and it's going to be all about the postseason? I, mean, I guess Clayton Kershaw is probably the only other guy that deals with those kinds of expectations yearly. Yes, but with that said, just think about this. You look across, getting Adam Eaton back is going to be huge, getting him back in that lineup. And Michael Taylor is more than likely going to get most of the playing time in center field. And then you have Bryce Harper, free agent to be, in right field. You look across the infield, Daniel Murphy's going to be a little bit delayed. Trey Turner's a good player. Mm-hmm. Rendon is a good player. Zimmerman at first base. Weeder's behind the plate. But that, with that said, if you take a look at that starting rotation, right, Scherzer, Strasburg, Geo, Tanner Roark, right? And all of a sudden you look at that, they're, they're not like anybody else. If Strasburg or Scherzer go down or miss time, all of a sudden they're not that slam dunk again. Now, with that said, Strasburg has had, at times, had a difficult time making it through healthy and in one piece. I will say this. I thought in the month of September last year and in the postseason against the Cubs, he was the best pitcher in the postseason last year. He was filthy. And, and if he's finally gotten to that point where – He's over this this getting hurt and them protecting him and having the kid gloves and let him go out there and do his thing. Dynamic talent. And I think with he and Scherzer, you have to pick them to win the division. But if one of those two guys go down and miss some time, 
all of a sudden it's up for grabs. Who are the challenging teams elsewhere in the National League? Like, uh, We'll start with the East. Phillies, Marlins, Braves. Any of those teams capable of being a factor no, for a playoff no, spot? But I, no, I, but I think the most improved team in that division is going to be the Phillies. Yeah. Arietta's signing was big. Bringing in Carlos Santana was big. They signed a young player. Remember the name, Scott Kingray. They just signed him to a six-year deal. Mm-hmm. He's got to play a game in the big leagues. I was a guest instructor in Phillies camp for a week the last week in February. Terrific young player. Remember the name, Scott Kingery. The Phillies are going to get better, and what they're going to do, they're going to spend some money this winter, too, so they're going to get better in a hurry. So the Phillies are down, but they're not going to be down for much longer. And then elsewhere, so if we're looking wild card, the Cardinals, uh, do you think the Brewers are still good enough? They had Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Canola. They're pitching, though, and then out west. I really like the Rockies. I feel like I'm the only one, but how would you, you look at how this wild card sets up? Um, you know what? I would like the Brewers, if they were going to go out and do something in the rotation, mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to be in on Arietta. If not, I thought they were going to be on Alex Cobb, and they were, they were in neither. And I think when I look at the Brewers, as much as I want to get excited about them, I just don't think they have the pitching. And if I'm, if I'm being really 100% honest, I think the Dodgers – look like they're a slam dunk. Madison Bumgarner gets hit with a line drive. He's going to miss six to eight weeks on a Giants team that they desperately need him. Mm-hmm. The Diamondbacks are an intriguing team. Zach Greinke's had some issues with, with a little barky shoulder. He might start the year on the DL. What I don't like about the Diamondbacks, they weren't able to sign J.D. Martinez. He fled to Boston. I think the Dodgers are going to win the West. The Cubs are a slam dunk to win the Central, and it looks like the Nationals look like the team to beat the East. I think the Mets are going to be in the wild card hunt. I think the Brewers possibly are going to be in the hunt, and I think the Diamondbacks could be in the hunt also for the wild card. How about uh, Cindergaard? Would you would you talk Cy Young with him, or does he no have doubt. to actually oh. get outs before you put him there? Oh, he's in the he's <laughs> in the window, and I think Degrom is too. Uh, listen. We're going to need to see a healthy Syndergaard. When he's healthy and he's on, there isn't anybody in the game that can throw two pitches like this guy. That fastball-slider combo that's 98 and the slider that's 92 that has a turn signal that he doesn't turn, I mean, it's (laughs) filthy. It's the most unhittable pitch in baseball other than Zach Britton's power sinker from the left side. I'd love to see him make 33, 34 starts if he does. Listen, there are there are probably a dozen guys that you could start the year out and say, like, hey, this guy could possibly win the Cy Young Award, and there are a lot of people that would say he would be, and I would be in that camp, too. If he's healthy, he's got a chance. He could be as good as anybody in the National League. No, certainly. And, you know, the Mets, of course, the new manager, Mickey Calloway. Uh, you think, uh, you know, pitchers are taking over here, Dan? I know you, you were a pitcher in your big league career. Are you guys finally being recognized as the, the geniuses that you might be? i tell you what's, what's changed. The world of relievers are getting paid. Yeah. We saw that in the free agent market this yeah. year. Teams are not afraid to give seven and eighth inning guys two, three-year deals, six, seven, eight million dollars. The relievers, the guys that were like the friends of the friendless, are the friends of the friendless no longer. Mm-hmm. Teams see value in the seventh, see value in the eighth inning, and those guys are getting paid. I think it's, it's a weird industry that right now. Just, just think about it. Jason Worth just signed a minor league deal with the Mariners yesterday. Um, you've got a guy in, in Greg Holland that had a bunch of saves for the Rockies. He hasn't found a home yet. Jake Arrieta, it took him to the last week of spring training. The money's there, but, boy, what's crazy about this industry now, you get 31, 32 years old, and it's like that clock is ticking. You can play, and you can, you can get a contract, but you're not going to get a four- or five-year contract anymore. Times are changing. I think, I think what we found out the last couple of winters 
if you're willing to sign early and not try to bake to break the bank, you'll find a place to play. No, it's true. Um, you know, what do you think about pitchers in the dugout? You know, Mickey Calloway, former big league pitcher, now managing the like Mets. Bud Black's had a lot of success like in Colorado. Him. You see this is becoming more of a trend. As you mentioned, you know, the importance of these relievers, those are the big decisions that have to be made game in, game out. It is, and you know, you know, it's a different game that we're at right now. It just is. It's about metrics. It's about relationships. It's about dealing with young players. I'm going to tell you this. I had a lengthy talk with Terry Francona at a golf tournament about Mickey Calloway. He raved about Mickey Calloway. He raved about him and said he is ready to manage. That he is not just. He just. He doesn't think just like a pitcher. He gets the position player thing. He's not afraid to delegate to the coaches that will help him. Terry Francona couldn't say enough. He was devastated to lose him from his staff, but he was happy that he got a chance to manage. I think he's going to do a great job with the Mets. I really do. Now, I know Mickey's talked about, you know, he thinks about what would Terry Francona do. He doesn't do it every time, but that's uh, that's a thought process and a lot of mutual respect there between uh, those two. Finally, Dan, uh, you know, a couple days to opening day. Do you, do you have a feel? A World Series, uh, you know, champion here, a slam dunk maybe. You had some slam dunks uh, for the division. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you. My, I, I think on paper, what I think are the three teams that are far superior. This is just my opinion. I think the Cubs in the National League are superior, and I look at the Yankees and I look at the Houston Astros. That you know, a lot of people are just like handing over that the Yankees are going to be in the World Series. Man, that's a really good Houston Astros team. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, Altuve and Springer, uh, that rotation with Verlander. Now they get Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they've had some issues with that bullpen, but, man, that lineup is just ridiculous. And that shortstop Correa, one of the top players in baseball. I, 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 right now, if you were to ask me right now, I would say it's going to be Yankees-Astros. One of those two teams against the Cubs in the World Series. No, that would be uh, that would be kind of fun. We prefer Mets, but we'll uh, we'll take what we can Me get too. around. Here. <laughs> I would love to see that too. Uh, Dan Felisak, MLB Network. Check him out. MLB tonight throughout the season. Outstanding coverage uh, all year long at MLB Network. Thanks, Dan. You got it. Remember hashtag LGM. Let's go Mets. <laughs>